Are you a veteran who is struggling with their housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing to eligible, struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. I am just so excited to be here uh, on this day to just kind of just encourage you today. Today, I just want you to know that you are loved. I want you to know that God has you on his mind. And those that have chosen to listen today know that he has a plan for your life. And today we always want to talk around, you know, things that kind of make us want to give up. But I want to know, are you ready? Are you set? Are you ready to go? I remember when we were kids and we would line up you know, to do a little relay race to see who was the fastest in the neighborhood. And they would we would line up on the line, and they would say, get ready, get set, go. And go means to tear, I mean, to dig in and to dig in hard because you wanted to win, right? You wanted to win the race. And so today I just wanted to just cause you to kind of examine and take a look Are you ready? Are you set? And are you willing to go? You know, I think when I think of a sport, I think that most sports have a ready position. You know, whether it's tennis, how you stand at the line, ready. Um, You think about uh, baseball, you know, you wait for the, the, the pitch. You're standing in a ready position. And golf you stand your stance before you hit the ball, setting yourself up to go, you know. And when you think about being ready, you know, are, are you ready? The things that you say that you want to accomplish in life, are you really ready? Or is, is it something that you're talking about? Are you ready to do it? Are you prepared? Uh, are you um, ready for battle, ready to battle the things or the obstacles that may try to come when you when you're in a ready position you're not hesitant right you're willing and you and and you're 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 in the mindset it's like you like like a boxer in the ready position in the stance before the bell rings he's in a ready position ready for his hands to let loose on his opponent i don't know what god has placed in your life to get ready for to let loose to begin to be in a position because when you hear go, you know, you, you, you've got to um, just go for it. Are you set to put something in a particular place or position or posture? It's to set, to be fixed, right? To be firmly planted, right? So you're ready. That's like getting your mind together. Then you're set. You're in position. You are firmly planted and ready to execute, right? To put into a fixed, rigid, or settled state. 
You're set, you know? And then go to move or proceed, to keep or to be in motion. Are you ready to go? So, you know, those are some things that I just, I, I, wanna, I want to get the word in your hearing today. I want you to know that you are anointed people. If you have asked Christ into your heart and your life, then you're anointed. The Bible says in Acts 10 and 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And, you know, he was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. And because of this anointing, he was able to do good. Now, when I look at that, I want to always um, look at the reflection because I'm striving to be like Christ. And so as God says, you know, if he puts our name in it, you know, Howard Shell of Boston is anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. And she is going to do and is going about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. I just want you to know that God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus went to sit at the right hand of the Father. And guess what? Now he uses us. He uses you. He uses me. Are we going to do good? You know, he, he uses us to make a difference in people's lives, even if it's just to put a smile on their face. God wants to use you to bring a difference, to bring a change, a fresh wind. Sometimes we don't like rain, but what rain does, you can feel uh, after the rain, the freshness, how it washes away the old residue. You have been anointed to make a difference, to heal those that are oppressed of the devil or of evil. And know that God is with you. I think that's the, the greatest joy. I mean, that's what makes living kind of worth it to know that God is with me. He's not just visiting me. He's not coming upon me, but that he's with me. He's dwelling on the inside of me. And so uh, that's an awesome feeling. And, and our security comes because he said that he would never leave us or forsake us. He said, lo, I'll be with you even unto the ends of the world. And that if you're looking for him, you will find him. Right? If you, if you are, if you're curious and you ask, you're going to find. If you're going to, if you knock, it will be opened. If you seek, you will find. So we got to continue to know that he, God, is with us. And not just with us, but in us. Luke 4, 18 through 19 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Say your name. The Spirit of the Lord is upon Rochelle because he hath anointed her to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me, Rochelle, to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. 
that's just not a mandate for me. That wasn't just a mandate for Jesus. It's kind of like a get to. We get to. We get to walk anointed. We have purpose to, 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 to make a difference, to heal those who are brokenhearted. I know every day you're talking to somebody who is down and oppressed and a heartbroken due to a relationship or a disappointment, a loss of job or a loss of a loved one. Every day we have opportunity to encounter people who need our support and help, who are blinded of the very fact that God loves them and died on the cross for them and is here for them and is celebrating them. Hallelujah. And, and we get to open up blind eyes, not necessarily blind, but those that are blinded to the fact that they are not alone. Hallelujah. We get to set at liberty them that have been bruised, that have been hurt, that have been broken, that are wounded. <laughs> we get to join in and make a difference and encourage and exhort. In, in 1 John 2 and 27, it says, But the anointing which you have received of him abideth in you, and you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it has taught you, you shall abide in him. I think one of my greatest challenges in life is dis- trying to abide with Christ, making that time, that daily time to, to sit before him, to be still before him, to listen to his voice, not just to pray and talk and to always be um, uh, saying something, but to be still and hear a response, to abide. He said that we should abide in him. That means we have to make a deliberate effort to sit at his feet. Say, God, in this busy world of striving and trying to thrive, I'm taking this time to be like Mary and sit at your feet. Sometimes that story just makes me so mad when when they compare Martha and Mary. Martha being so busy. Well, of course she wanted to be hospitable and make sure that the meal was right and the house was clean. I get it, being Martha so many times in my own life. But yet Mary chose to listen and to to hear what Jesus was saying. So I guess we have to learn in a way to be both. But Martha was able to, to hear the instruction of the Lord. And when it came, when necessary, she was able to respond when the others and the other disciples did not. There are times that we will have to be busy, but there's times that we must abide, that we must get to know the Father and his voice. He said, my sheep know my voice. And a stranger, they will not follow. I've followed many strange voices that have led me 
seemed like it was a good idea at the time. But only later, when things unfolded, it was the wrong person or the wrong event or the wrong turn or the wrong choice. And even though God, in all his mercy, he still helped me to overcome and to have victory even in the midst of my mistakes. He was able to turn my mistakes into miracles and help me get to this place. Have I arrived? Absolutely not. Is it a challenge? Yes, it is. Can we do it? We can do all things. It may take slowing down. It may take abiding and being in his presence. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We have to abide. In Ephesians 5 and 30, it says, For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. We are a part of him, and he's a part of us. I read it where he said that I will be your God, and you will be my people. I need God every day to strengthen me, to encourage me, because there's so many cues when we look out in this world that say you can't do it. You're not going to be able to do it. But I have a voice inside my head that says, yes, you can. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Ah, don't give up. Don't let that be an option for you. Don't settle for less than the best. Colossians 1 and 27 says, To whom God would make known what is the riches of his glory, of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you is our hope. Hallelujah. Our hope. You know, I, I pray that God would build your faith today. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Faith, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. He is our hope, a very present help in times of trouble. Our hope, the, the one we turn to, the one we believe in, the one we say, I can do this, God. I, I, I can talk to you about it. I, 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 I can share my heart with you and be transparent and know that you're able to do it in me and through me. John 14 and 12 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, you that believeth on me, you that believeth on me, the works that I do shall you do also. And greater works than these shall you do, because I go unto my Father. And in verse 20, it says, In that day you shall know that I am in the Father, and you are in me and I am in you. Lord, open our eyes to the revelation of what you are saying in this hour to us. 
when things seem so hopeless, when it seems like there's so many more distractions that have been added to our society, so much trouble and so much violence, so much uncertainty. Yet, God, help us to see that greater works than these we will do because we believe on in you. And help us to understand that you are in your Father and ye in me and I in you. Help us to understand that you are with us, that we are not alone, that we are surrounded by many clouds of witnesses. Father, we thank you that you told Joshua that every place that the sole of our foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you as you had said it to Moses. Do you receive that today? That the same word that he gave Moses, that he gave Joshua, that he's giving to you today. That every place that where the sole of your feet tread upon, he's given that to you. And know that from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. Now, of course, we don't live near Euphrates or Lebanon, but I can internalize that to say that in my territory that you have given us, that you have given me, that you have allowed me stewardship over, that will be mine. And you said, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. And I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Lord, I am appreciative that you will not leave me, you will not fail me, you will not forsake me. Oftentimes things don't seem to pan out or work out the way we may think. But hold on. Stop. Pause. Don't, don't give up. Just wait a minute. Just wait to hear that sometimes God has a plan. That's why he said don't lean in to your own understanding the way you think it should be. Just acknowledge God. God... This isn't happening the way I think. It's not unfolding the way I had anticipated it. But he said, just acknowledge me, and I will direct your path. Nine times out of ten, the way it turns out, we would agree, was much better than what we possibly had originally intended it to be. And so we've got to thank God. That's, you know how sometimes we say, Lord, you have saved me from dangers seen and unseen. Many of you listening have testimonies where you know God spared your life, that you missed a tree, missed a cliff, missed a, a pothole, where you 
where you escaped death. You know you should have been gone, but yet here you are for such a time as this. He didn't leave you. He didn't fail you. He didn't forsake you. Sometimes we pause and ask God to change our perspective, help us to see what he sees. Lead us, O oh God, in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. You told Joshua in verse 6, Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou may observe to do according to all the law, the word of God, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper wherever thou goest. Let's talk about that right there. That we would prosper wherever we go. That the things that we attempt to do will prosper. That the things that we attempt to set up, it'll prosper. That even though as a man plans in his own heart, the Lord will make his steps sure. That God, you make our steps sure. You make, you make our path clear. <laughs> he had to keep telling Joshua to be strong and of good courage. Don't be afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee wherever thou goest. You have to remember that you are anointed, that you have been chosen by God, that you are the elect. You could say, well, you don't know the things I've done. You don't know the situations that I've been in, the drugs I've taken, the abortions I might have had. You don't know the education that I turned down, the relationships that I wounded people. But God is able to forgive. He's able to, he said, throw it in the sea of forgetfulness. As far as the east is from the west, he'll remember your transgressions no more. The problem is, is that we have an adversary, an enemy, a devil, that is always trying to put you down, always trying to talk about the negative or what you didn't do or what you didn't accomplish, always trying to shine a light on your mistakes and your failures. But this time, you have to say, that is not who I am. That is not who I am going or trying to be. And then you must speak it into existence. Who are you? I am strong. I am encouraging. I am powerful. I am loving. I am free. I am giving. I will not listen to King Nebuchadnezzar. 
That's what happened when the the he, three Hebrew boys back against the wall, thrown in the fiery furnace. And they said, surely God is able to deliver us from this fiery furnace. But if not, we shall not bow down to King Nebuchadnezzar. We will not bow down to the world and its systems. We have to open our eyes and see where we're being lured away from abiding in God. We're being lured away from listening to the law, the statutes of the word of God. Yeah, I I know we're no longer under the law. I realize that we are now under grace. I understand that we now walk by faith and that we surrender to the spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit. But if you're not listening to the Holy Spirit, if you're not abiding in Christ and you're not reading the word of God, that's why the commandments were there. And they couldn't do them, right? That's why we needed a savior. That's why we needed Jesus. Jesus was the atonement for our sin. He was the answer, the way. Hallelujah. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And I know sometimes we may not understand it all, but God is is listening. He's there. When he returns, will he find faith in the land? That was a question that was asked. If God was to return, where is your faith? Who are you trusting in? Is it Jesus Christ of Nazareth? Or is it yourself or man or your job or the world system? The Bible says that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I'm not a singer, but I have this song on my heart. And it says, Yes, the world will bow down and say you are God. Every man will bow down and say you are king. So let's start right now. Why would we wait? King of Glory, fill this place. I just want to be with you. I just want to be with you. Continue to abide in him and be with him, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. It's that time. We're out of it. But I want to remind you that Greatness is on the inside of you. You've been listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones, and we'll talk next week. God bless.